Hey guys, welcome to the Built Lean Podcast. I'm Mark Perry, the creator of Built Lean, uh, which helps busy men with demanding careers get lean, strong, and function fit with exceptional vitality. And so today I have James Larson with me. And so James is a classmate of mine from Yale. Uh, we both graduated in 2004, and he is a hospitality executive at Caesars Entertainment, where he's been for several years, and he's currently pursuing a PhD in hospitality management. And so James reached out to me in August 2019 when he recently hit his highest body weight ever and he knew he wanted to make a change. And so we had a conversation about his current situation and what he wanted to achieve and he decided to sign up for the Building Transformation Program and he ended up uh, achieving a really dramatic body transformation and he's lost over 50 pounds. And not only has he achieved results, but he's sustained them. It's you know been a while. So um, with all that said, James, I'm like super, super grateful that you are taking the time out of your day to, to have this call and, and I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Thanks for, thanks for having me, Mark. It's, uh, it's great to interact with you in a way that you are alive instead of listening <laughs> to you at least three days a week. So it's, uh, it's wonderful to be here. <laughs> cool. So, so I guess starting out, I'd love to kind of dive a little bit into your background, right? I mean, you were a lightweight crew athlete. We're both athletes, right, in, in college. And I mean, you were a very fit 170 for a long time. And so I, I'm curious, I mean, what, if you could say like, I mean, what happened, right? Like what created this, you know, how, how did you gain 50 pounds? I mean, seriously. <laughs> uh, slow, uh, yeah, right, slowly. Really <laughs> woke up and all at once it was there, right? <laughs> Yeah. So back, um, back in my, back in my athlete days, uh, back when I was rowing, um, I was right around 160 for most of the oh, time. Wow. Okay. And, uh, I was, I was fine being there of course, but just, uh, over time when you're no longer in an environment where exercise becomes not only something that you enjoy doing, but something that you you feel like you have an obligation to other people to do as well. Um, once that fell out after college, I, uh, I just didn't pursue it anymore. Right. And I got to the point where I was enjoying life's gustatory pleasures, probably a little bit too much without, uh, without taking into account the toll that it was taking on my health. And because it, because it was such a gradual process too, of, of gaining all that weight, it's like, you know, if you, if you just like fast forward from 170 to 210, I would recognize the difference right away, right? But because it was so gradual over over so many years, I just didn't realize the creep that was there. Right. And I was I was at my doctor's office uh, one day, probably about a week before I contacted you, as a matter of fact. And mm -hmm. uh, he said, uh, "You know, you're just you're just not healthy right now." And I I was on cholesterol medication as well, and. Perhaps most disturbingly, I had a vitamin D deficiency too, which is just meaning that I wasn't spending enough time outdoors in the sun because I had an office job and I still have an office job too. Um, so that conflation of, of, of factors and just being met with it head on of being in my late 30s and on medicine for my health and on supplementation for when I should have just been spending time outside made me realize that uh, I need to take serious stock of what I'm getting out of my life now, the lifestyle that I'm leading, and whether I'm happy. Um, and I, I did have a bit of a breakdown, like following that appointment with, with, with my doctor, like in the car. 
And I went into the car and said, I think this is the lowest point of my health that, that, that I want to be in. So it's, it's time to take action on this. And uh, that's when I started looking into a few different programs that I could do. And what was most concerning to me was that the previous November, the previous November, so this was in August when I spoke to you, the previous November, I had run a marathon. Like I had set a goal to run in the Las Vegas marathon where I live. And I did. And I finished it. <laughs> and and I, I was still running for a while. And then I realized, and then it just, it, it, it dawned to me that it was not sustainable just to keep running at that pace. And what was missing from doing all that running was, uh, was um, a relationship with eating and a relationship with food that, that, that wasn't healthy. I wasn't paying enough attention to that. So I was exercising, but I wasn't really watching what I was eating. And because that part wasn't there, I wasn't getting the results that I thought I should be getting for, you know, logging so many miles every single week. And um, that's, that's part of the conversation that you and I had. And part of my concern was the idea of wanting something that was sustainable. And, you know, here we are all this time later. And if it wasn't sustainable, I wouldn't still be doing it. So <laughs> right. that, that part, of, um, that part of, my, uh, of my concerns was, uh, was laid to rest, I think, after I was, you know, a good six months into, into building. Cool. And so, well, first of all, I really appreciate that overview. And, and can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you were experiencing kind of as the weight kind of keep, kept on creeping up and up and up? And it sounds like, I mean, the exercise, you, you, you've been pretty dedicated, but still the weight kept on coming. Uh, it seems like, you know, in large part from the eating. So you can talk about a little bit about some of the challenges you were experiencing. Uh, sure. Um, so I think the, the, the main challenge was, was, was a mental block and it was, what is my relationship with food and what is my relationship with eating? Right. And, uh, you know, my, my boyfriend is a, is a, he's a very good cook. I'm a pretty good cook too. Um, right. and we're, we're, we're both better bakers than we are cooks too. So there's, there's always food in the house that is just like delicious. And, um, what I realized when I started logging what it was that I was eating uh, was that I just didn't realize how many calories were in all of the foods that I was eating. So if I was going out and, and running six miles and coming home and having two slices of the cake that was downstairs, that was defeating the whole purpose of, of burning those calories. Um, and so recognizing the relationship between food giving me energy and uh, and just food being pleasure right was certainly something that that I that I had to come to terms with um, what is what is uh, what what is interesting now is that because I have done so much experimenting with the foods that I eat and the calorie content of everything I've tried, over time, I've tried different methods of, of eating. I've tried having several small meals throughout the day. I've had, I've tried going for like two meals throughout the day, um, following like the, the various meal recommendations that were part of Built Lean as well. And the routine that I'm into right now um, is what's working best for me. Um, and that's having several small meals over the course of the day uh, because I find that uh, when I am hungry, there are just like 
go-to meals and go-to snacks that are there for me. And I know that they're healthy and nutritious. And the fact that I've already prepared them removes that part of the decision-making process that would otherwise consume me in this, like, not paralysis, but but a, a sensation of what do I do now? I'm standing in front of the refrigerator. What do I what what do I eat given what it is that I just accomplished through exercise or what's going to make me feel best? And just through logging how I was feeling and what I was eating, I found those meals that were best for me. And by removing the decision making process of having to of having to uh, figure out what I'm going to eat at any given time, I think has really taken a lot of the guesswork um, out of my calorie consumption mm -hmm. and really allowed me to focus in on thinking what is going to give me the best return uh, in consuming these calories while also satisfying me from a nutritional standpoint and from a uh, just enjoyable standpoint too because food is still pleasant it's still it's still a pleasure for me it is still something I really enjoy I've been a food and beverage professional for uh, since college, so more than more than fifteen years at this point, um, good food and good wine are, are always going to be a part um, of my of my professional life and likely of my lifestyle too. And uh, getting those the, those ideas to meld with each other, um, I think, was the the most recent breakthrough that I had. Okay, cool. And so, um, can you? I, I guess when you uh, let me let me just think here. So. What did you enjoy most about the program? Oh yeah, the part about the the part about the program that was that was so great was that it met the need for me of being sustainable. Uh, because when I was running, I was running six days a week most of the time, and uh, they were hours, right? Upon hours, like when you're doing a marathon and like your long run of the week is you know somewhere between fifteen and twenty miles. This is like a lot of time, right? Um, whereas with Built Lean going forward and having um, a dedicated a dedicated three days of 30 minutes um, just made it so much better because it didn't feel like an obligation. It felt like I can do this in 30 minutes and really enjoy what is happening. And uh, it has a it has a set time at, at the end, of course, too. Right. Um, the the routine of it all, understanding that basically all of the workouts followed the same format and I knew exactly what I was getting into allowed me not only to um, adapt myself to that schedule, um, but also to visualize it all the time too. So because it was already in my mind and it was finite and small and digestible, um, I was able to process it as something that I would enjoy doing and actually look forward to rather than seeing seeing it as something that was, you know, monumental and huge. Like because it's short, it 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 makes it or made it feel like it was it was accomplished and it was done and I would look forward to the next one. It's that being able to visualize it I think really, really helped. And that's just because uh, and because it is routine based, um, that that visualization helped me substantially, I think. Cool. And so can you talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, um, you know, some of the other components? Because I remember you writing, and by the way, last night I read over 44 pages of notes, which is basically all the notes you included in the, in the scoreboard. So just for people <laughs> listening, 
we have uh, a weekly scoreboard, which is basically, you know, you put in your weight, you put in your notes, like, you know, how you did. And uh, James was basically a rock star from the very beginning, right? So he was at 214, right? I think that was your, your starting weight. And then um, he had a pretty huge drop right in the beginning. But anyways, he kept notes almost every single time, right? And so in one of your notes, you mentioned how like, you know, having, you know, kind of looking at your goals twice a day was, was helpful. So are there any uh, other components that were helpful? Uh, yes. So uh, each time, so what, one of the things that, that I've enjoyed as well is that Looking at, of course, the initial transformation period was was 12 weeks, right? right so it's right, phase right. one, phase two, phase right. three, each one lasting for four weeks. And having a focus that was um, that was 12 weeks um, allowed me to have a goal that was achievable within 12 weeks and also always see the light of what I was working toward to. Um, and now, each time I end a 12-week cycle, I... Oh, my, my, my built lean binder is out of arm's reach, unfortunately, <laughs> right now, but it's right there. I can see it. Um, I reread all of that material each time before I restart uh, a 12-week cycle. And the, the, the goals that are, that are in there, you know, the, the five goals that I'm going to be working on or the one goal and the five reasons for it, um, they're not only in my binder, but they're also on my bathroom mirror, right? Like right. the great thing about mirrors is that they're actually dry erase boards too. So on my mirror, like in, in my bathroom, the top left corner has the five reasons why I work out. And right below that is the goal. And right below that is a little, is a little chart that has, uh, it says the tops are phase one, phase two, phase three, and week one, week two, week three, week four. And each time I finish a week, I just check it off. So I always know exactly where I am in that 12 week cycle and how I'm pacing towards that goal for that period as well. Um, so having those visual reminders and returning to the reasons and not just the goal, um, I think keeps me on track and uh, always brings those ideas in my head of why I'm doing what I'm doing to the forefront. So it's not focusing exclusively on the what, but on the why as well. And those reasons have carried me through many weeks when I thought uh, things were getting things were getting difficult. Um, so they were they they were wonderful. Cool. And so I actually wanted to ask. So you're kind of bringing up some of the challenges. So most guys, right? Who who I, I think this is fair to say that most guys who kind of get into training and exercise and eating well, they fall off, right? It's kind of the on again, off again wagon, right? It's it's just this, it's challenging to be consistent. And so in week eight. At 193, you said in regards to possibly needing to buy new clothes, this is an uh, interesting stand. You said, I'm not, this is in week eight, I'm not psychologically prepared for my new body. I fear that I'm going to slide, to backslide and gain the weight back. So talk to me, talk to me about that and talk to, you know, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I remember, I don't remember if it was in talking to you or, mm -hmm. or reading what you had written, possibly both. Um, you did talk about the idea of, of, uh, of people, you know, uh, saying a few things that, that, that weren't always positive or right. saying something was positive and it coming off in a different way. And, um, there were, there were a few people who would comments like, yeah, you're, you're, you're 
you're slimming down here. It's like, um, you know, are you, uh, you know, it's like you're about to blow away or it's like, you know, you looked better with a few more pounds. And it's like, well, my appearance really isn't any of your concern, but, but thank you. Thank you for noticing. That's a good thing here. Um, but what I was most concerned about was that there would be, there would be a day when I would just want to order pizza and order pizza and then eat the whole pizza. And in my mind, having a day like that, I would not go from 190 to 190.5 or to 191. <laughs> I would go all the way back up to, to, to 214, right? Right, right. And that idea was, was, was at the forefront of my mind often when, when that sort of temptation came in. And what I learned to do was to recognize how I was feeling, acknowledge it rather than push it down or push it to the side, and uh, just recognizing how I was feeling at that time when those sorts of emotions were, were creeping in, right? You know, how was I, was I hungry? Was I angry? Was I lonely? Was I tired? You know, all those sorts of things. And I, I realized that, the, that as long as I acknowledged how I was feeling and what those emotions were, I was able to work through them and that, that, that feeling of hunger wasn't truly hunger a lot of the time. It was, it was something else that was, that was manifesting as, as wanting to eat something. Uh, it's, the, it's the psychological part of this, of course, right? And I, I still deal with that. I, I deal with that you know, not on a daily basis anymore, but fairly frequently. And sometimes I, I, I go to the mirror in my bathroom when I feel that way. I just look at myself and I see what I've accomplished and I come back to those reasons and it, it gets me back on track. And uh, that's, that's, how I've, that, that's how I've dealt with it. Um, the, another breakthrough that I had, because you brought up the, the, the part that I wrote about clothing and everything too, was that it's a big commitment to say like all of these clothes that, that, that once fit me that I that, that that are here that that I own, no more. That's that's not that's not who I am anymore. Um, I've got to get something that, like actually fits. And I was worried that if I got a new wardrobe and I backslid, then I would feel even worse and it would send me into this other spiral. And uh, I've just I've just been open about those feelings and I've shared them with um, with other people and just talked through them and that's that's what's made me feel better and it helped me to 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 get all through it and um i feel much better about it now awesome man well again i i think it's uh i mean you had a absolutely monster transformation and the photos were just shocking i mean they really are they're just (laughs) unbelievable and so um a, a couple things so i mean you so at times you had a very heavy travel schedule, right? You had a lot of challenges come up. And so can you talk about how you continue to get results and how you sustain them all through some, you know, hectic times and, and travel schedule? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, I, I have to travel for work frequently. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and I, I have had to travel safely uh, during this period of, of public health concern. Um, and most of the places where I travel to, the the, the gyms are not open at the hotels, right. and that is fine, um, because one of the things that is great uh, about the program 
is that there are workouts that don't involve weights. There are workouts that, that are that are all about body weight instead. So like the inception workout, I, I enjoy a lot. Right. Um, I actually don't like lifting weights. Right? <laughs> I don't really... I don't, I don't really like lifting weights very much. Um, so anything that is body weight, I love, I absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, just doing squats is like a fantastic workout as well. So I did a lot with, um, I did the inception workout many, 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 many times. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's still, it's still really enjoyable too. Um, so that's how I got through that part of the actual working out. And then when it came to when it came to um, eating while traveling, which is a big concern as well, uh, in in the beginning, uh, it was it was more difficult than I thought it was going to be, um, just because there aren't always the healthy options that you're seeking out or the options that are both healthy and tasty, right? And um, I found myself eating like a lot of salads, and then I realized like this is not as satisfying as I as, as I as I wanted to be. And so I I just got more. I kind of like worked up the courage in like restaurant environments to talk about like, can I have, you know, the dressing on the side, or can you make this with X ingredient instead of Y ingredient, and and and, and things like that. And most of the time, people are really accommodating when 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 it comes to those sorts of requests. And um, in the most recent past, when I've been traveling, I've actually like, you know, brought the amount of protein powder with me that I think I'm going to, well, that I know that I'm going to consume over like a five-day travel period, right? And um, continuing to not only do meal planning, but meal scheduling over the travel time has helped me a lot. And because I already was tracking everything that I was eating, uh, it just made it. It just made it uh, like easier to hold myself accountable to how I was treating myself during those travel periods. It all comes back to the idea of just awareness. Awareness not only of of, of the foods that I'm consuming, um, but also what my what what my what my output is in terms of uh, in terms of how I've exercised. And because I'm in that routine of logging what I eat and locking all of my exercise when there when there is a gap there it 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 pops out of me on my schedule and i know that if i can do this when i'm at home well, it's like still leading a pretty busy life i should be able to do it while i'm traveling too and um, the realization is that the environment is uh is really inconsequential when it comes to what i'm going to do because it's really all in my mind. Like I'm going to figure out how to get in the workout and how to eat healthy. I just need to be conscious about it. And that's, that's how I've worked it out while traveling. What you just said is really powerful because that's one of the biggest challenges is usually the organism is like a product of the environment, right? But you're just kind of risen above that. You're just like, Hey, like it doesn't matter what the environment's going to be like. I know what I need to do. I know it's important to me and, and I'm going to make it happen. So, so that's phenomenal. And by the way, in terms of the tracking, so like as part of the building program, as you know, we have, we have the eating log, which is kind of morphed into more of like a daily habit tracker, but basically, um, you know, you kind of in, in literally a minute or two a day, as you know, it just takes a few seconds to just figure out, okay, like, what are you eating? It sounds like you shifted that to focus on, 
um, more detailed tracking. And I'm kind of curious, like how it sounds initially, like just some of the basic tracking helped you shift that relationship with food and then you've kind of gone deeper. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Yeah, I can. So when, when I was, when I was first, um, when I was first, um, going through the, the, the program and, um, tracking the habits, right. Um, that was fine. Uh, but I, I am both a qualitative researcher and quantitative researcher by training, right? So the qualitative aspect to say like, well, was it a one, was it a two, or was it a three? Well, it's like, I don't fully understand what the scale is right now. So I, I had to quantify it so that I could understand what is a, what is a, um, what is a behavior that is promoting my health versus what is a behavior that is not promoting my health? What is a behavior that is helping me get towards my goals versus what is a behavior that is counterproductive uh, to my goals here? And because, uh, because I am quantitatively focused, um, it was when I was actually logging everything, including calories, including, right. I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm looking at like grams of protein and grams of fat and sugar and right. fiber and carbohydrates and, and everything. That helped me put it into perspective of being able to to evaluate what I'm putting into my body by understanding the numbers that are behind all of that. Um, and I think that's just because by nature, I'm more I, I respond better to quantitative analysis than I do to holistic qualitative analysis. So I needed that. I needed that because my mind works in a way such that I needed to process the numbers behind it, right? If the numbers were, were all adding up, then, then I was on the right track to achieve my goals. If they weren't, then I was not, then, then I was engaging in behavior that was counterproductive to the result that I wanted to see. Um, so for me, that's, that's, how it ended up, uh, that's how it ended up working. I'm, I'm a researcher and data guy by nature too. So I went out there and I, read a lot about nutritional science to to ensure that what I was doing was was data driven uh, and was backed up by by the most recent research and recommendations there and they had to be adapted in a way that was that was um, that was in line with my goals and uh, and with the lifestyle that I wanted to live okay cool and so one I think that was interesting to me is when you first started within the first kind of few weeks, number one, you started getting results right away. But number two, you were like, you, you had the mindset of like, oh, you might do this more than one round. Cause so a lot of guys who do the program, you know, they kind of are within striking distance of their goal within 12 weeks. And they're just like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna go through 12 weeks and done. Whereas you thought about it as like doing one round and two rounds, you've done multiple cycles of the program, right? Mm -hmm. Which to, to help you achieve the results you, you have gotten. So, can you talk about like what led to that decision or, or how you approached it going in? Um, sure, sure. Well, it was in the first conversation that you and I had, and I said, uh, is this 12 weeks or is this like forever? Like what, right. what exactly is the program all about? He said, well, it's, it's what you want it to be. And it's like, well, if I, want to be, if I want to be healthy for 12 weeks, I guess this is fine. But that's not what I'm looking for. Like I'm, right. I was looking for 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 a lifestyle change, and this is this is a Berlin has just become like a part um, of 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 that lifestyle. Um, and again, coming back to the idea of being quantitatively focused, right? It's it's if you follow the recommendation or 
if you follow the recommendations of what you were saying to do in terms of the exercise and in terms of the eating, then it's about a 1% drop in body weight per week, right? So, I mean, that's really easy to do. So, you know, being the Excel guy that I am, I just chug through those numbers, right? And just put it in the formula and say like, well, if I stay on this for 20 weeks, then I'll be at, you know, my body weight multiplied by what? 0.99 raised to the, you know, the 16th power, whatever week I was getting to. And I, I just kept saying, it's like, oh, that seems even more desirable than where I am right now. And to get there, all I have to do is keep doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and stay on that. And because going through all of the goal planning and the inventory of reasons and the whole um, introductory part uh, where you're introducing a program, because I found that so interesting the first time around, I thought I can probably get something new from this each time I go through it. And that's what I have found. So even though I'm reading the same material at the start of each 12 week cycle, I'm taking something else from it and almost having that as the mantra to carry or mantra to carry me through the next 12 weeks. And so that becomes the focus, right? So I always have my reasons and I always have a goal for that 12 week period. But the part of the program that I'm going to concentrate on is going to be different based on what jumps out at me from the material at that time. Cool. And so I, I think you're referring to the, the, so I wrote the essentials guide, right? So it's like I boiled down like my entire lifetime of like training and like, you know, I guess 10 plus years of coaching and, and doing, you know, I guess I've written hundreds of articles at this point on Built Lean, but like I reduced that down into that little, the essentials packet to kind of help like, which is cool, like to help guys focus on like, okay, there are a million things you can think about. Like, let's just focus on these things and like internalize it. And what's really cool is that you, you internalize it and you're living it, right? I think that's what's so powerful about it. So like, again, super huge kudos to you. And, and so uh, can you talk a little bit more about the results you've achieved? I mean, it's, it's really a, a dramatic shift, right? Like you see the photo of you before, you're like, you don't even look like the same person. It's like, who is that guy? You don't even No, But really it's, it's, it's a shot. It's like a really stark contrast. So can you talk a little bit more about like the results you have achieved maybe kind of throughout or just how you feel now versus when you started? <laughs> uh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, mentally, I feel much, much lighter. Physically, I obviously am much lighter. Um, but one thing that's great is that I haven't just like dropped fat, like I've gained muscle like substantially too, right? So I still run, um, I still run pretty often uh, to get my steps throughout the course of each day, right? <laughs> and one thing that's really cool is that I can see the difference in just how my body feels when I'm, when I'm running too, right? So it's like all the lifting is great and like you look at yourself in the mirror you're like, yeah, I, I think I look a little bit better now than I used to, and I feel a hell of a lot better. Um, but that's that, that that also translates to how I feel when I'm doing other physical activities now too, right? Like so now when I when I go out and run in the morning, um, I, I feel like there's an extra there's an extra like spring in my step too. There's something else there that just wasn't before, and that's that's the increased strength. Like my body is 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 able to 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 move 
much better than uh, than than it was before. So not only is there is there a reward from 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 looking at my body and being like, oh, that is way healthier than than, than I've been in years, um, but also the the physical manifestation of just how I feel whenever I'm doing anything that 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 uh, that that is athletic now too. I mean, it's like. It's like when I'm doing the actual like built lean routine. So whether it's phase one, phase two, phase three, or whether it's you know the the Python worker or steel or whatever it might be, the the workouts on demand, um, those are like working like I feel like my 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 big muscles, right? Like the ones that I see when when I'm when I'm in the mirror, right? The flexibility part of it though is working on like all those other muscles that are like the stabilizer muscles, right? It's like everything else that is smaller and all through your body, right? So like when I'm out there and when I'm running, it's like, you know, if you talked to me two years ago when I was when I was out there, you know, like I might be tripping. I might, you know, roll an ankle like every now and again, right? And that's terrible because it just puts me back farther. Um, but now I can feel like the smaller muscles in my feet and in my ankles responding to everything that's going on out there too. So the reason why I bring this up is because the physical transformation is great. I feel so much better, right? But also my body just works better in ways I didn't expect it to be working before. And I think that's from concentrating not only on the, on the strength and aerobic parts um, of the program, but also focusing in on like the flexibility part. It's also understanding that a lot of the stretching that happens mm -hmm. at the end of the workout um, is influenced like by yoga. So I got really interested in yoga again too, right? And that's all like making the stretching part of built lean. It allows me to focus on like, what am I feeling in my body right now? And how do I make the most out of these 30 minutes, right? Like I shouldn't just feel this like in my quadriceps and uh, my back and shoulders and chest, but there are also so many other parts of my body that I need to be aware of too. So the the increase in 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 body awareness, I think, has also become a a a, a big part of of how I feel now. And I think that's the connection between between my physical self and my mental self. And when those two are in sync, that's when that's when I feel the best. Awesome, man. I mean, you, your mind-body connection is certainly quite different now than, than, than when you started. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, in your, I mean, in your testimonial, right? Like, I mean, you, you created a testimony. You said, like, the biggest transformation has been mental, and it's a different way of, um, you know, looking at myself and valuing myself. Can you kind of talk maybe a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, it comes back to the idea that the physical part of the program is not the it is has not been the hardest part. Like it just hasn't, right? It's like the hardest rep is not the last one; it's the first one, right? Because after you do one, you want to do another, and you want to do another after that, and you want to do another after that. It's like the most difficult physical motion that, that, that might happen is actually just like pressing play on the workout <laughs> right, and right. starting from there, right? Because like once it's there, you're like, this is, this is 30 minutes. Like, of course I can do this, right? 
And I think as long as that mental piece is there, any of the physical part is 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 going to follow um, because it, it just becomes like it becomes a ritual, right? It's like this is where I do my built lean routine. So I am here now. I have pressed play. This is going to continue. Um, and that uh, that is that 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 is part of just like the ritual that I think makes the the actual physical side of it so much easier to easier to start easier to complete and easier to sustain um over over the life of of, of however long uh you, you want to be doing it and because i just continue to feel better and better i'm gonna keep it up nice man that that's awesome and so um i'm curious I mean, is there anything else you'd like to mention? I mean, you know, obviously we, we've talked, uh, you know, about the eating, we've talked about lifestyle, we've talked about transformation. Is there anything else you'd like to, to mention about like the program, about your results or anything else? Uh, yeah, I, I could have started sooner. Um, I could have started the program sooner because I knew that it was out there. Um, and so like the, the, the act of just starting it was, was pretty big in and of itself, right? Because it was, it was saying, Hey James, I'm making this commitment to you, right? I had to say that in the mirror, like to myself, it's like, (laughs) we're doing this together, (laughs) right? It's like, we're in this, right? And, uh, that, uh. I just have to come back to that point over and over again. And in the first conversation that you and I had, um, you know, if, if, if you, if you hadn't said like, you know, the, the, it would be good to start this. Like, it sounds like you're ready to do it. I don't know if I would have, um, I think it might've, it might've still have been in the back of my head and I would have continued to just, you know, run myself to exhaustion over and over again without, without addressing the other components that I think the program really excels at if you embrace it. And it is the fact of go back and read the essentials, right? Go back and revisit your reasons. Like I see my reasons, my five reasons every day because they're, they're, they're on my mirror, right? And every two weeks I erase the whole mirror and I write it all up there again too, right? And I, I plan out what's going to happen. And, um, yeah, I, I, I wish I had started sooner because if I, if I could have felt this way, like several years ago, I probably, uh, would have had to convince myself that, that, that it was, that was the right thing to do. Um, but, uh, I would, I would love to get a, a few years back and feeling as good as I do now. Awesome, man. No, I will, well, listen, man, I, I, I really appreciate, um, you know, your time and, and, and taking, uh, and really sharing some of your insights into this transformation, because I mean, like I said, like when I saw the photos, I was like, oh my goodness, like this is, because I didn't, it's like once you see the photo, it's just, it's just dramatic, right? It's like, it's just unbelievable. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, I'm, I'm super appreciative and, uh, and yeah, I, I, I obviously will, you know, we'll be in touch if you ever have any questions, man, just reach out and, um, and enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy the holidays. Thanks. And I would love to see more, uh, more people in built lean contributing to the scoreboard as well. Cause sometimes I get lonely on there. So I would love to follow, 
I would love to follow other people's stories too. I was gonna say, so I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, some new scoreboards coming up in the, in the beginning of the year, and I'll I'll keep you posted on it. That'd be wonderful. Awesome, man. Well, listen again. Enjoy the rest of the day. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. All right. Bye-bye.